Namaskar and welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga DharmaCast. This is a podcast series looking at topics in spirituality using the teachings and writings of Sri Sri Anandamurti as our starting point. So today we're going to discuss what is absolute truth or satya, which is the Sanskrit term that is used here. And we're going to be basing our discussion on a discourse which Anandamurti gave back in 1978, which is called the Supreme Abode of Satya. And in it, he talks about many important things. Now, before I start, let me say that if you ever go to India and you go out in the street and you start to ask some people, what is Satya? They will know something. They will say, oh, it means to tell the truth, be truthful. So Satya has something to do with truth. But, you know, like when you say, I did this or I didn't do that, if it's true or not. But it means a lot more than that. And we're going to go into some of those aspects of it today. But we won't, may not be able to cover them all. So it's a vast topic. And in fact, Satya doesn't even really have an English equivalent, really. So here he starts off with a, a poem from the, the Vedas, a shloka as he often does, and then comments on them. So I'll read it in my not-so-great Sanskrit accent, but I'll do my best. Ananda Dieva Kalvin Mani Bhutani Jayanti Anandena Jatani Jivanti Anandam Pratya Abhisham Visantiti So what does that mean? So he said, everything micros or macros, whatever is caused or creative, cometh from the composure of bliss. And anandena jatane jivanti, that is, because of the presence of this infinite composure of bliss, each and every entity want to remain in this world. This is the only reason for one's longing for more and more life. And anandam pratya abhisham Vishantiti, Vishanti, that is finally, each and every entity goes back to that composure of bliss, to that blissful stance. So this composure of bliss is the only satya in this universe. So this is a, a really, it's a bombshell of a statement. Because He's talking about the whole nature of the universe. What is the, the essence, the absolute essence of the universe? So you know that there are some philosophies that are quite negative. You know, the complete materialists will say, ah, oh, there's nothing here. You, you live and you die and you better eat and drink, be merry, and that's it. So, so that's not very reassuring. And then even some normally spiritual philosophies like Buddhism say, oh, this is a... This world is, is, is suffering, we have to get out of it. But here the yogis say, the, the, the Vedic yogis said, they said that this world comes from, from bliss. It comes from the composure of bliss. That's where it comes from. And the living beings want to remain. In, that's why we, we live in this world. When a living being comes into the world, they, they have a feeling, ah, 
I've come. I've come into this world. So living beings want to be in this bliss. And finally, every entity goes back to that composure of bliss, the blissful stance. So this is the only satya in this universe. So it is very, very extremely important. Next, he goes on to explain really, so like I said, there's no English equivalent of, of, of satya, but here he, he explains it a little bit more. He says, and what is satya? Sat. That is the non-metamorphic entity which it is finally established when it obtains in the final rank of non-metamorphosis is called satya. So sat means the entity which never changes. And then finally we can call it satya. So one must move along the path of satya and one must have the satya as one's only desideratum, that means goal. This is the only path. This is the path of fearlessness. That is, there's no fear in it, nothing to be afraid of. So, you think of things which are, are in this world, and most of the things in this world undergo change, everything. For instance, if I were to ask you, Zagreb is a city in Europe, can you tell me in what country it lies? So you will, if you, if you know, if you live in Europe or you know, you'll say, you'll say Croatia. But if you don't know, you will um, Google it and you find, oh, it's Croatia. But that's the answer that's correct today. If you did that question back in 1990 and you say, where is Croatia, you would say it's in Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia doesn't exist anymore as a nation state. And now you'll say it's in, um, in the Eastern Hemisphere or, the, or West of, of the Earth. But, you know, in millions and billions of years from now, you know, who knows if there will be. In the past, there were different alignments of our continents on this planet. Maybe the planet won't even exist when, when the sun um, undergoes some of its changes, which is projected for the future. So, so all the things that we have in this world are not sought. They're, they're changing. They, they undergo change. So that's, they're not satya. Now, the second point here that he, he alludes to, and I will have to explore that, he says that this is a path of fearlessness. So if you're on this path and your goal is that supreme stance, it means God. Really, that's really what it is, because the only thing that under, doesn't undergo change is God. That's what Sat is, is referring to. So, so he says, he goes on with another um, poem here. This one's from, this one is labeled, it's from the Yashurveda. So he says, they said, Satyameva Jayati Nam Ritam Satchena Panta Vitato Devyana Jena Kramantyarasyo Hyatakama Chatra Tat Satyasya Paramam Nidanam. So, what does that mean? It means that finally Satya becomes victorious in each and every fight, in each and every clash, and each and every work. 
Satya comes out successful. Satyameva shayati nanritam. That is, falsehood won't be victorious. So your path to Godhood becomes widened with the help of the Satya. That is, the Satya makes the path wide so that progress towards Godhood is achieved. This is a very important point. So sometimes we see in this world there's a fight going on. But when the struggle is going on and, and something is based on on falsehood, it can't exist. Like, you know, you've heard the fable of the, the emperor's new clothes. So they, they told this, this story, these, these weavers um, tricked some people, they tricked the emperor and then that he had invisible clothing, but basically he had no clothing. But they, they tried to keep this, um, make everyone around him believe it, so the emperor believed it. But then finally, that, that um, lie couldn't exist when it was taken out into a wider public. People started laughing. So that's, just, that's the way it goes. When something is based on falsehood, it can remain maybe temporarily victorious. Yeah, it works, but eventually it will be defeated. Then he goes on to explain that optavakya is the word of God and proptavakya are the words of the worldly authorities. So a person whose all desires have been fully quenched due to coming in proximity to the Supreme Entity is called Hyaptakama. These Hyaptakama, rishis or sages, moved along this path of Satya in the past and finally come in contact with the Supreme Abode of Satya. That is, they reached the place which is a final abode. So the rishis said, then they said, I won't, they said that this Satya Swarupa, Supreme Entity, with that composure of bliss, they, now they have to describe what its characteristics are. And they said that it's very big, very, very big. So big that your ocular capacity cannot come in contact with him. And your ocular capacity is limited from a particular wavelength to another particular wavelength, but he is bigger. Then he goes on to explain that that this entity is also very small. You can't also measure it. It's very subtle. You can't perceive it. And then he says something very important, that it, a lot of it depends on what you're thinking. So if you think that this supreme entity is far away, then he's very far. But if you think that he's close and close to you, he's very close. So those who have developed, then he goes on to say, those who have developed the inner vision, vision will realize that, that God, Paramapurusha, is within oneself. When he is within your own eye feeling, then why do you wander or roam here and there to know him like a king who has all the riches with him, but he goes out begging from door to door? So then he finishes, he says, Seek him with the earnest zeal, with sincerity and love. Then that glittering entity will emerge within your heart with its supreme effulgence. So here he said a few important things. First of all, that, that satya, is, it comes from a state of composure. This is really the, the beginning point. 
And it's for human life and any individual, any life we emerge in that too, it's the composure. Then he said that satya is an entity that doesn't change, it's, it's the real, the, the basis of truth. And and in, in our temporal world, if there is a, indeed a fight of truth against falsehood, eventually the truth will prevail. And that's why he said you shouldn't, um, that you shouldn't be afraid. It comes out victorious in each and every fight. Then he talks about um, different kind, as I alluded to before, the worldly books have their limitations. You know, they, they're based on, on um, relative facts, which may or may not change. But the, the yogis in the past who moved along the, the path of, of spirituality, they will reach the place where this final abode of satya. And where is that final abode? The final abode of satya is within of us. This is, I said this many, many times. Within each of us is, is the supreme being. God is within each of us. Um, we say, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. We say, I, I, I exist. But we say, I know I exist. I know I exist. So this I, if I know I exist, is where, where that I comes from. That's the soul. We have to reach that. And so that's what the goal is. But if you think that it's very far, you, you'll be far. And then he said something really important. He says, so why do you go out begging in the world? You know, you, you know beggars is, is needy, hungry, waiting. Oh, 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 please help me. When within each of us, oh, so much wealth is there. We have to realize that. So this is the supreme abode of satya, of this unchanging truth, this final truth, this and the supreme bliss is within each of us. And we should really live up to our, our birthright, our capacity, and, and make active efforts to, to realize that. So that's why he said, if you think it's far away, it's going to be very far. But if you can start to cultivate your spiritual strength, your spiritual practice, then you will realize that Supreme One is within you and very close and that there is nothing to be afraid of. So I think I'll leave it at here, but we'll talk more about Satya in, in a future um, podcast. And speaking of the podcasts, they're available here on, on YouTube. And if you, you want the audio version only, then you go to the or you, your podcast platform and you look up Ananda Marga Dharmacast. It's on, on all the main pl places now that where podcasts can be availed. Or you can go to our dedicated website, dharmacast.com, and see all the past episodes there. So whether you watch it on YouTube or listen to it, please do so. And subscribe wherever you are on YouTube, subscribe, and on the podcast platform, subscribe. And if you give it a thumbs up, if you can, or a positive rating, that will help more people to see it. And if you have any questions or queries, and get in touch with me, Dr. Vader, you can find me, look, look me up, and um, I'll be happy to answer those things for you. And maybe we'll even do a, a program based on your query. So that's all I want to say for today, and I thank you for listening and if you're on YouTube thank you for watching so take care and as the yogis say namaskar salutations 
to the divinity within you.